Hello and welcome to my show, Could You Be More Specific? I'm your host, Jonathan Steele, coming to you by the way of the Stay Well Podcast. And on this episode of Could You Be More Specific, I'm going to title it Straightforward. Uh, one of the topics I want to address is the uh, EA Sports uh, game situation where they remove Cap from one of the songs that was uh, licensed to be used on the game. And then I also want to touch on the recent Donald Trump tweet towards LeBron and kind of the fallout that's going on with that and how it's bringing up a lot of layers of structures in terms of power and public perception. But I'm going to start with uh, EA Sports and what they did with Kaepernick. Now, I know the removal of his song and kind of it being, uh, not the removal of the song, but the removal of his name or any mention of him seems like something that is new. This actually happened, I believe, last year with the song that uh, Mike Will had. It just wasn't something that was talked about too much, but... If anything, it just gives more context to the fact that for you to do it the second straight year, what they're trying to do is erase them. Now, you got some people like, for example, like Jason Whitlock, who, again, I may have mentioned him before on previous podcasts. It's like that's that's a guy who kind of reminds me of the Boondocks episode where they were doing a, a bit with Ann Coulter. And I believe it was a reverend character, I think, played by CeeLo where they're like talking about what they're going to say, how to push people's buttons to say what they're going to say so that they can get the reaction because they want to get ratings. To me, I don't really take what he says too seriously. It's like you, you already know what mindset and what point of view that person's coming from. That's why I think having a conversation with him to a certain degree, uh, especially on camera, would be pointless because it's just a, it's a ratings grab. And just some of his reasoning behind that is like, well, he hasn't been in the league for two years, so why would they keep him on the song? It's like, well, what does his name being mentioned have to do with pop culture? If a song is a song and they're using certain lyrics to it that don't have any profanity, why would you remove the song or remove the, the lyrics from the song? You, you know what song you're buying. So to me, that just doesn't make any sense when his argument came to that. Like, it's a non-starter, it's a non-issue, but... If you know his position, he's been very upset with Kaepernick since then because he's very stringent and, and believes that football should not be questioned in any way, despite any facts that's presented on CTE or the fact that they have one of the worst uh, health care packages in all the sports leagues that are active. He's just not a fan of football being criticized in either way. So you already know where he's coming from, so it's not really worth getting too upset about in regards to that. But one of the the positive things I think that's happened is all they've done, the NFL and EA Sports, has just made him a an incredibly bigger figure. Colin Kaepernick is pop culture right now. He is. And there's just there's no way around it. And and they keep looking at it from all oh, he's po- protesting the national anthem. And they know he's not protesting the national anthem. And I hope, you know, for the audience that's listening to this, uh, no matter what side of the fence you're on, you gotta look between the lines and know that that's not the case. You know it's not the case because look around you. Look at what you're seeing. You know that that's not why he protested in regards to police brutality, even when he states that. Now, you can get kind of salty and you can bring up, you know, him wearing socks that had pigs on them, or you can bring up the fact that, you know, he hasn't really done too much public speaking about it. In all honesty, it kind of goes back to a few videos ago that I talked about where. Anne Hathaway released her statement on what happened with Nia Wilson, and she turned the comments off because she's not interested in having a debate with you. Like, no, this is what it is. She's not asking a question. She's making a statement. And that's the example I use with Colin Kaepernick and what he has done 
since making this stance is he's making a statement. He's not really interested in having a conversation with you because deep down, we all really know what this is about. We already know how to fix these things, but we just don't want to. The mass majority of us don't want to uh, in terms of changing it from a legislative standpoint. But I think the NFL and, and EA Sports in itself has done a real disservice in terms of they just really made him a much bigger figure. That's all they've done. And one of the best ways to actually solve the Trump problem would be if they were to come together as a league and as a collective front and say he's a member of the NFL fraternity, which he is. Bring him back into the league and tell the president, hey, you just focus on the economy, providing adequate health care to our, to our citizens, improving the educational system, passing reforms that make the country as a whole much better, get our trade agreements under control, focus on things like that. That would be a much better thing to do if you're the NFL than to say, what they've said, like, hey, well, we weren't aware of, of the removal of the name. Everything that they do is in concert, in lockstep with one another. So that's why a lot of people don't believe the NFL. And it's unfortunate because the bystanders in that overall are the players. I don't feel like it's mandatory that all players should have an opinion on politics, especially if that's not something that they they have expertise at or, or necessarily work in. They could definitely lend their voice and their resources and platforms to try and help causes that improve the lives of people in their communities. But I don't think it's a mandatory thing that they should engage in that. So that those are just some things that I've kind of been thinking about over the past few days. And I think the challenge has really worked out very well in terms of, you know, taking the money that you would have spent on the video game and uh, apply it to his uh, Know Your Rights game. I think that's a real positive. And I know Charlemagne and Angela Rye, Van Lathan, uh, Trevor uh, Jackson has been lending his name to that as well. And I think those are some real positive things to to continue to push his message forward. It, it's just it is fascinating, though, that, you know, you remove his name, but it's like you, you, you were uh, unaware that that had happened, which is really ridiculous that you're a multi-billion dollar company and you're not aware of what's happening inside of it. It, it just, it, you know, it kind of goes back to that Disney thing with James Gunn. It's like you were aware of it. You're a multi-billion dollar corporation. You do background checks on people. So don't tell me that you weren't aware of it. It is interesting that it was reduced. It's it's being looked at as like a curse word to even mention Cap's name. But um, those are just some of my uh, my thoughts that I have on that. I'll probably do a follow-up on that for sure. Just the whole thing with EA Sports is like, I don't play video games. And, I, and I'm not knocking anyone that still does. It's just I kind of grew out of that when I was 20 21 or so and yeah probably 20 i think after the godfather game came out on playstation i was like i was over it because i was working and, and dating so i would rather spend you know an extra three to four hours of my day doing that but those are some of my thoughts i just had on that particular topic and now that brings me into transitioning from that into the issue with donald trump and lebron james now Donald Trump largely has avoided, or should I say President Trump, uh, has avoided engaging in anything LeBron because LeBron has a lot of power and he has a lot of clout, which to do it, especially the week after he opens a school that's been fitting third and fourth graders. And you look at the resume and the, and the things that from a resource standpoint, he's doing with a partnership with the Akron Public Schools. So he's actually working with the state and a city to facilitate this. It's not a good look. 
and he essentially is questioning LeBron and his intelligence. Now, obviously, it was easy uh, clickbait because of the fact that it involved Don Lemon and CNN. We all know how much the president hates CNN. He's definitely not a big fan of Don Lemon because he's been one of his uh, biggest uh, critics and has really kind of tried to do the best he can in terms of trying to hold Trump accountable for the things he's done in office. But, you know, once he released that tweet and then followed up with I like MJ, it's kind of contradictory because if you look at his past tweets, he's actually been complimentary to LeBron and talked about how great of a guy he was. So, but, you know, like a lot of people, especially kids, especially not kids, but especially human beings that have a knee-jerk reaction, they respond very quickly to things if it's not favorable to him. I think he got to a point where he just felt like, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and take a shot at him because I feel like it, I'm in the mood, and it's late in the morning or night whenever he shot that tweet off and decided to bash him. I don't think he probably was expecting this kind of backlash and what kind of makes it even more more uh not disturbing but more uh disappointing for him is the fact that his wife is co-signing lebron now she may not take sides in that but like if she's working in education and you got a an american citizen that's spending millions of dollars to benefit kids in education it's a hard thing to attack and obviously she's not gonna you know take sides in it for the most part but that kind of puts Trump in a, in a bad light, the fact that he's now linked to say something like this. Now, I know uh, when uh, Michael uh, Jordan was inserted, I, I feel like I knew that was going to be a time where he was going to kind of be hit with that pretty, pretty roughly. I, I know a statement was released yesterday morning saying that, you know, he supports LeBron. He thinks what he's doing in the community is, ama is amazing, which are all very true. But, you know, Michael definitely did walk a line of complimenting LeBron without distance himself enough where he's not attacking the president, but enough to say like, hey, I think what LeBron's doing is great and he should be commended for it. And I know it played into, I believe, Matt Barnes uh, going at Michael Jordan and just his place in our society and how he's largely very silent on political issues for the most part. And um, to a large degree, Michael is very has always been very calculated and I know I've talked about this before, and this happens in all forms of life and relationships and no matter what the case is. Whatever your pros are, they become your cons when someone wants to critique you. Uh, Michael has always been very polished and very constructive. He's not a reactionary person. When the thing happened in Charlotte, when they passed the bill, uh, the bathroom bill, and the NBA decided to, to pull um, the all-star game out of Charlotte, Michael Jordan's comments then was like, hey, you know, Charlotte's a great basketball community. It's been very welcoming, opening to all forms of business and all forms of people. Let's keep up that narrative and make people feel welcome in their city. Now, he definitely, even around that time, and I'm and I'm somewhat paraphrasing when that I know that statement was released. He did that then. He included, you know, the city and talked about, hey, you know, we're all about bringing people together. Basketball's been a really great thing in Charlotte. We're about including people, so he doesn't throw any members of the transgender uh, community under the bus. But then again, he's not necessarily attacking the politicians that passed that bill. So Michael's always kind of walked a fine line with that. LeBron is someone that's very uh, interesting because I think LeBron probably realized maybe six or seven years ago that it's nothing wrong with being polarizing. Because when you think about it, you're going to be polarized to a certain degree anyway, no matter what you support. 
So you might as well, you know, say what you what you honestly feel about whatever topic. And then you go from there. I don't think that necessarily feeling like, oh, I can walk the line without offending anyone. But then again, not really saying anything is something that you uh, necessarily have to feel like has to be your number one priority all the time. Sometimes people know where you stand is knowing where, where you stand. Uh, I've talked about this on, a, on another pre previous video like, hey, the, the people that run Chick-fil-A was made very clear when they were asked about gay marriage that they didn't support it. And um, and that was their honest opinion when you when their CEO was asked about it. He's like, we're not working on the Lord's Day, which is Sunday. And if you ask me personally about gay marriage, he doesn't support it. Now, people were upset at the time that uh, the CEO at the time of Chick-fil-A was saying that. But in the end, it kind of quieted down because he stands behind what he said because you asked him for his honest opinion. And that's another thing we kind of got get better at is when someone is asked about their honest opinion, it, it cuts both ways. So uh, we got to be aware of that. But I think LeBron and, and, and this Donald Trump uh, situation is going to be very interesting moving forward on how people are looking at it. Because I could honestly see the NBA, and I know the Lakers made a statement about it, coming together. And probably they should uh, do something with the NFL. Like, hey, as a sport, as, as sports leagues, we're taught to bring people together, not pull each other apart. We would collectively like the president to just focus on the issues that really are the main focus of America. And stop interjecting himself into our sports leagues. So those are just some of my thoughts that I have on that. I'll definitely probably do a follow-up on that again at some point. Uh, I want to thank you guys for uh, listening to the show. I want to thank T for all the work he's doing behind the scenes. we definitely got future episodes coming along. Definitely like, share, and follow uh, this podcast. Definitely support us. Become a patron. I look forward to doing more of these again in the future. Again, my name is Jonathan Steele. Thank you for listening to this episode of Could You Be More Specific? I look forward to talking to you guys again real soon and continue to follow us on the State Wealth Podcast. And you guys have a great upcoming week.